1: with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited today. I have with me the awesome, the extraordinaire, the often imitated, but never, never duplicated, the one and only Mattel Givens. I am so excited because she is a person that has been elevating and accelerating for years in her personal and professional growth. Uh, The outcomes of her life has been nothing short of Miraculous. Uh, she is an author of the book, Angels in My Life, an inspiring life's journey that describes the angels that surround her during her good times and the bad times and in her times of need. She loves to sing. And I don't know if we're going to get a little bit of that today, you all, but we're going to be ready. Okay. So you petty LaBelle fans out there and Whitney and all of that, just get <laughs> ready for something extraordinary. But Mother May is a person that uh, has three sons, and she has grandchildren and many great-grandchildren. And she is a God-fearing woman uh, who has had her, like I said, her life's ups and downs, but it has always proved for her to have an undying faith. And that's what she has. She also has a stage play called Undying Faith. That was a very successful run here in the Chicago area. And she is the host of the Good News Show. That's right, y'all. The Good News. Don't bring me no bad news. The Good News Show uh, here in Chicago. So please welcome Mother May, I call her, but her real name is Mattel Givens. Welcome, Miss Givens. Well, thank you so much for having me, Miss Sheila White, my daughter. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, you know, we have so much to get into. Um, This awesome book, Angels in My Life, um, it's an awesome story. Wow. It's an inspiring life story. So why did you decide to write this book? I mean, this is a great read, but uh, it's a tearjerker. Okay. But why did you decide to write this story? Well, first of all, I want
0: to say my name is Mathel Givens. Yes. And the reason I wrote Angels in My Life is because from the time I was born, there was angels, as we all have in our lives when we're born. But mine was in a special way, and there are other special children that were born into a situation like I was. And that is I was given away, some people would say, but I say I was blessed away. Mm,
1: And so I I wanted
0: to tell about a lot of the angels that have structured my way to become the wonderful and just amazing young woman that I turned out to be in an un levy situation that I could have turned for the worse.
2: Wow. 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 So this, this this is like real life stuff. This is not no, no fiction or something that's made up
0: (laughs) because I met even some stars along my way. Mm -hmm. I was on AM Chicago when Mm -hmm. Oprah first came to town. Yes. And I was there talking about my three sons and, um, there was a, that, That segment was single moms that have chosen to be single. Mm -hmm. And so then on the other side of the room, you had uh, women that were married. And so um, I told about my sons then at that time, and I spoke life into their situation Mm -hmm. as little, and I was a single mom raising these kids. Mm And so, um, then I went along, I met so many people. I, I met Spike Lee in my yes. time yes. So happened yes. that we had, um, I was at an event and there was a mother at my church, mother Davis. Okay. She spoke into my life that I was going to meet Spike Lee. That was like <laughs> on a Thursday. Wow. And that Sunday morning I was watching the news. And heard that Spike Lee was going to be at Barnes and Nobles downtown. And I was <laughs> like, hey, I'm getting ready. Hey, Spike, I'm going down the street. Woo! And I was like, mother, mother, you know. And of course I went, and I always like to get somewhere early. Yes. yes. So I grabbed my girlfriend and I said, listen, baby, we're going to, he's not going to be there until 10 o'clock, but mm-hmm. we have to leave at six. A.m. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh yeah. Would you believe with us getting there? There was someone had beat us there. There was two oh, other people goodness. ahead of us. Wow. So I was number three and I okay. looked at that like, the Father, the Son, and the sweet Holy Spirit. I said, hey, this is the right place to be at the right number and everything. Yes. And sure enough, when he did come in, mm-hmm. I began to talk, say to him, I said, hey, I said, Mr. Spike Lee. I said, listen, I said, my daddy's name is Ike Spike. I said, and my grandmother's name is Rosa Lee, Spike Lee. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, you, you, step out the line. Oh my goodness. And I stepped out the line and he and I took a picture together. And oh, he said, wow. What do you, what's, what's up with you? And mm-hmm. I had this little package with me. It was wrapped in red and white. Okay. And I had been with Mrs. Phyllis Luster of Luster's,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, hair care.
2: Yeah, and the hair she, care products. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she mm-hmm. told me, she said, baby, you gotta go with red and white when you go down there and all I had was with me a little story I had wrote called a miracle on flight 1483 wow and I wrapped it in red and white Mm. and so I said I have this story you might want to write about this story you might want to make it a movie Mm -hmm. and I said but listen all of a sudden I could hear my grandmother because she had blessed me on my way down Mm. She was 99 years old at that time. Wow! I said, Spike, my grandmother said to give you her love, and she wants me to let you know that she's 99 years old. I said, and she's (laughs) blind, Spike.
3: Oh, wow, wow, wow. My Mm.
0: goodness, he said, my grandmother is 99 years old. I said, wow. he said, yeah, wow. He said, oh, it's something special about you. He said, give me that story. Wow. We took our little picture together, you know, and it was yeah. so sweet because wow. the next day, my grandmother sent me to find him again. he was down at Betty Shabazz school oh yeah And Roland Martin was there and he was at the um the book signing at Barnes and Noble and he saw me I was in the line was all around the corner I didn't know what I was gonna do to get in here and here come Roland Martin Mm. and I was like do you remember me from yesterday
2: he said yeah I do he said come on go with me Came right on in. <laughs> wow. And this is what we mean when we say angels in my yeah. life, because so many times you've had situations that are just like, wait a minute, there's, there's an angel in the outfield looking out for you. You know what yep. I'm saying? And, um, now you mentioned that, but tell us a story about the Delta, about the airlines, about the little baby, because we're just talking about just getting started about how these angels show up in your life and how things just seem to happen. You know, so what about that story about the little baby on the airplane?
0: That's a miraculous story right there. <laughs> you talking about angels in my life. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend sent for me to come to Florida. Yes. I was just all broken. You know, I had mm. some problems with my three sons.
2: Yes, yes.
0: And she said, I'm gonna send you a ticket. So when I did get to the airport, mm. I was in a wheelchair. I had torn mm. my hamstring, I couldn't oh. really walk. Wow. Yeah. And they had to wheel me to the plane and everything. And when I mm-hmm. did arrive on the plane, I was in the middle seat and there was a young man sitting at the window. His name was Jim mm-hmm. and he was Caucasian male and mm-hmm. he was from Maine. I'm sitting in the middle and I began to talk to him. And here come this lady with an 11 month old baby.
3: Wow. wow.
0: I'm looking at him and I'm like, oh, oh. I said, I, say, I never sat beside a baby before. <laughs> I said, and I had my little magazine. I said, I'm going to have to put this magazine up. I was talking to him about Tyler Perry. Oh, okay. From his low to his high. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. and I said, baby, I have to talk to you about Tyler Perry a little bit later. I yeah. said, nah, we got to deal with this baby on this road. <laughs> And sure enough, the mama sat down and little baby started reaching at me. And I'm like, what is this? This baby I said, ma'am, I said, look, I say, um, can you wait a minute now? And little baby grabbed my hair. Mm. And I'm like, baby, uh uh-uh. uh. I said, ma'am, do you see your baby? Yeah she said stop it stop it and she was like I don't know what's wrong with him and Mm -hmm. I said okay and I started talking to Jim and I mentioned my three sons their names Mm -hmm. she said ma'am hold it the baby grabbed me (laughs) by the hand and he put his little mouth down on my head I said girl I said he's mm. spitting on me I said what's going <laughs> on with the baby she said stop it baby stop it she was trying to and he was just frantic and she mm. said but I heard you speak of this name Vaughn mm. she said "Um, but I know this couldn't be mm. I said well what, what what you mean she said well the Vaughn that I know um, he has a son named Tristan I said girl I said, hold it. I said, baby, I said, I've got a son named Von that have a son named Tristan. She said, oh, my God! She said, and then I heard you talking about Victor and Verdell.
2: I saw a girl. You probably saw them on Showtime at the Apollo, right? Because <laughs> your sons. We want to mention that your sons were on the Showtime at the Apollo. Um, they're singers. They've been on a number of television shows and things like that. So right. thinking that and, this is just a fan,
0: right? And mm-hmm. Steve Harvey
2: was the host and, at that time. And fan. Steve Harvey was the host, right? Right.
0: And so she said, "But this, this Tristan, um, Vaughn, your son." have a son named von i said named tristan i said yeah she said oh my god Mm. and that baby really grabbed a hold of me then he put his hand all up in my chest Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) and i said well what is it she said girl she said oh my god this is your great grand baby that you've never met before
3: wow wow
0: Oh, my God. And the man sitting next to me, Jim, he was Mm. sitting up there as a man who had little faith. And he had already professed that to me.
1: Mm. And he
0: said, oh, my God. He said, faith is working here. And I reached my hand out for the baby. Mm. And the baby just fell up on me. Mm. And she said, this baby don't like nobody. She just cried.
3: I said, well,
0: what? What wow. have happened here? And so the the stewardess was coming past, and she said, mm. "Um, maybe the computer put you all together." She said, "But you know, we don't mm. put the names of the babies." And everybody acknowledged five rows all across. Everybody was like, "Oh, faith!
1: Oh, wow. God's at
0: work!" And I'm telling you, Sheila, mm. the tip of that plane had just went through the
2: clouds. Choo, Mm, mm. And God went to work. Wow. That is so amazing because, the, like you said, the gentleman sitting next to you was a person that, you know, I've heard him say this on, on, on the tape before. He was like, I'm not a person that talks about God or that's a big believer. But he said, I know that something happened with yeah. that situation because here is was a random person that just walked in Sat down, and he could he could attest to the baby that was pulling on you, and you all were just you know just just um you know going to be moving back and forth as far as you know just going from one location to the next. And (laughs) here comes a woman and a baby, and everybody's like, "Okay, we're gonna have to be quiet as babies come. We don't know what to expect." And here's this baby's clawing and pulling at you, never seeing you, and never that not even knowing who you were. But yet, it made this person sitting next to you believe in a higher power, and that. Is like angels in my Woo. life. Yes. <laughs>
0: angels and in I, my life. And I have to say, that young man, Jim, that was in 2005.
1: Mm, okay.
0: That young man from 2005 until this day mm. is my godson out of Maine. Wow. And every holiday that passed, he sends me a present. Mm. every one of them. He's so sweet. He called my name loud as my children. Mama May.
2: (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is, that is, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff, you know, and there's another story that I would like for you to share of, um, the minister that spoke in your life. You were in this, um, evangelistic service years ago and just sitting there with a lot of people in a mega church. I mean, there's a lot of people in this building and he looks over a sea of people and sees, is pointing to you telling you, you come here, you come in, you're looking around like me, you know, because there's so many people there and you were like far back. It wasn't like you were sitting on the front row. So it had to be that people had to kind of bring you up because it was so many people. And when someone's saying you in the blue dress, people have on a certain color or whatever, but it was you that came up. So pick up the story where you're there at the altar and this minister that was ministering and just stops and points you out and tells you to come up. What happened at that point?
0: Well, as they brought me up there, because, you know, I was just a baby in Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about a spiritual storm. Wow. And I was in a storefront church where there were no windows. So mm-hmm. I was thinking it must've been storming outside, but I couldn't have phantom that because he said, it was a storm coming on this side of the room. And that lady needs to come now. And they ushered me up to him. And as they got me up there, he said, oh, he said, it's something bad about to happen.
1: Mm. He
0: said, and you got some kids. I said, I do. He's saying,
1: they're sons. I said, "Oh," I mm. said, yeah. He said, uh, whispered in my ear are then mm. drugs mm. I said oh my god wow he said well I want to
0: tell you that God said that it's a storm coming and it has come to kill you mm. he said if you faint not he said you're gonna reap he said and he ran to the other side of the room And I always believed that those prophets, when they came through, I didn't know. Yeah, I said, I think they must be pushing them down. Me and my girlfriend, we just sat there side by side said, oh, they didn't push them down,
1: girl. Mm -hmm. But he
0: went to the other side of the room, and all he did was roll at me. He said, have you ever seen a burning bush? And I was like, no, only on the Ten Commandments. (laughs) Yes. You know, and Mm -hmm. as he came at me, I don't know. I was out on the floor.
3: Oh my
2: goodness. Yeah. 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 And
0: all I know is I was waking up, sitting on the pew, leaning up against the first lady of the church, wanting to know what had happened. And Mm. I asked her, would you please have them take me back to my seat? Because I still didn't know what was going on. And when they went to pick me up, raised me up. I couldn't even get up on my own strength. There were two men. And the man, the prophet said, Prophet George, he said, no, no! Oh, don't move God. her! He was prophesied on the other side of the room, and he hollered, woo! Say she have to know this.
3: Oh my goodness.
0: Because God said to tell her she has to know it in order to be able to stand in this storm. Mm. And so I was like, oh, my God. And so my my one girlfriend had asked, she thought I had fallen dead. Yes. You know, and my, the first lady told her, no. Said, God is depositing something in her
1: mm. oh. so that
0: she can make it through the storm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And sure mm-hmm. enough, he told me, he said, oh, he said, those boys are going to make it to the cross.
3: Oh my goodness! He
0: said, "You are gonna come across like a ball of fire. Ooh. So you're gonna travel the world for you're gonna speak mm. all over. Mm. So people gonna be coming from afar." And I was like, "What are these people gonna be coming from? You know?"
1: Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I didn't know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I've soon learned more mm-hmm. as God's been using me out here. Mm. He said, "Your box." it's so big mm. the top is cocked on it he was just all oh, like this you got so many gifts because he's gonna give you double for your trouble
2: wow
0: oh my god
2: and tell us a little bit it's when you mentioned your sons or tell us a little bit about the storms as you say that begin to happen in your life i mean i know there was deaths and just you know what happened as you know, shortly after that, actually. Well, that was the year two thousand.
3: Mm, okay. Twenty-two
2: okay. years have passed.
3: Mm.
0: That was the year two thousand.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: They got in trouble for mm. selling marijuana. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Not making no excuse for it, but look yes. at how marijuana is today right now legal. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: And. Wow. My oldest son, Mm -hmm. Mm Vaughn, set up Mm
1: -hmm.
0: his baby brother. I have twins. I have a set of twins.
1: Yes,
0: yes. So they were his baby brothers. But his oldest twin brother, Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. he
0: dropped 175 pounds of weed on him Mm -hmm. coming out of Texas.
1: Oh,
3: okay.
0: He was being escorted by DEA agents to mm. Chicago to Carbondale. Okay. And when he got there, who he really came to bring those drugs to was the rifle owner of them. Mm. They had heard he had been caught and they fled.
1: Oh,
3: okay. Okay.
0: And it was like an entrapment situation it was like, you're going to take them somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: You're not going back with this. Mm. And he didn't know. They had to go get another warrant and everything. Mm. And in the midst of it, they left Vaughn at his house and he ran to his, his brother, okay. Victor. Okay. Okay and told him said man i got to come over here and i got to drop these drugs over here for just a little bit he didn't even tell him and mm-hmm. he brought them he come over there and had them bringing them drugs over there mhm
1: mhm mm-hmm.
0: and they arrested my son he, they let he got out the car and brought them in they was outside while he delivered the goods okay okay and after he delivered the goods They kicked my baby's door in and he had just got married. Oh. This was in May Mm. of 2000. Mm. He had just got married, May 26. Mm. And they took all, they confiscated their wedding envelopes, everything, claimed all of it to be drug money.
2: Oh, wow. Wow. It was
0: bad. It was bad. Mm. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the two of them got in trouble. It was all the three of them. Got all three in. of them got in trouble.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. My son had a restaurant. Vaughn had a restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: And um, he had the other twin. He didn't want to, he didn't want to even work with him. He was just, he mm-hmm. was just like, I'm not going to go up there and mm-hmm. help him with that restaurant at all. He was like, mm-hmm. man, I'm just trying to go straight. And I mm-hmm. need you to come on up here. And uh, i got furniture coming. I got meat coming. And he said, I got to run to Springfield and s- take care about these license and some other things. And my son went ahead and went up there. That was Verdale. He went on up there. Okay. And while he was there, some things was delivered. Some packages was delivered, mm-hmm. boxes, mm-hmm. but he didn't know <laughs> Few of them was a box of drugs coming in, stamped like meat, and wow. the feds was on it. Feds was on it.
3: Wow! 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 And
0: then his he, his own self, I think he might have been at the post office or something, mail something for somebody. And it was the wrong something to be mailing. And he got Mm. in trouble too. too. Mm. So that was like a minor case. And then this big case was coming. And so all three of them got trapped on what they call conspiracy.
3: Oh, wow.
2: They
0: all conspired, they say, to sell drugs. Mm. That's when
2: my real work started. Yeah. Oh, Mm.
0: I yep. tried everybody. I, I tried my preacher. I I mm. tried to get some help. I just wanted to get to seem like uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson. I, mm. I wanted to get to Reverend Senator Meeks because at that time he was a senator. Right. I right. was trying to get to, and I couldn't get any headway at my church. And I just kept on praying and I just, and God was just guiding me. And then mm. all of a sudden I heard God tell me, Write the president of the United States.
1: Mm.
0: And that okay. was Bush. Okay. President Bush. And I wrote
3: okay. it. Okay. People okay.
0: thought I was crazy. I had mm. some of my friends, they said one of my friends told me, said, Girl, I thought you was losing your mind until mm-hmm. the letter came back.
1: Mm. And mm. then I
0: went to Congressman Jesse Jackson's office, Junior's office myself. Okay and and told him that my oldest son Vaughn was dying in that prison
1: oh. he needed
0: a heart he needed a heart and yeah. and um those um the guards
2: the guards yeah
0: they they talked bad to me
2: mm. I would
0: call some of the prisoners would call me and say they carried him out of here
3: Oh, my,
0: you need to get a hold to somebody here at the mm-hmm. jail and see where they take him. And then I call up there. And then I was told, ma'am, do you think this is the real hospital up here where your son is at? Do you know this is prison? Do you know that when we contact you, he will be dead?
3: My goodness.
0: And that made me get out of there. I had to go. I went on to, I got me an appointment and I went on over to Congressman Jesse Jackson Jr.'s office. Yes. And I just poured my heart out. Yeah. And I remember just almost passing out in his office. Mm. And I heard him tell his. he called his secretary up on the phone. Mm -hmm. And he said, Come in this room," he said. "Mother, don't worry."
1: Mm.
0: He told her. He said, "Pull everything about him. Look in." Mm. Mm-hmm. And at the same wow. time, the letter was gone to the White House.
3: Wow! Wow. wow!
0: And wow. I said, "Well, a man, on this side wouldn't help me."
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: God yeah. would take it up.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And take it to his highest people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Talking about angels, took him to his biggest angels
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: to help me. Yes, because God's word covered me. Wow, covered the mother. Mm-hmm. I felt like Mother Mary because passion had came out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I went to see Passion ten times to see how Mother Mary was going through with Jesus. Wow.
2: Wow. Wow. I was wow.
0: sitting at show. I got strength from watching
2: her. Wow. And it's amazing because um, did he come through that situation? I mean, was he able to get that? I'm going to tell right? you, this is what God did.
0: The most miraculous thing once he started those letters went through and God could touch mm. the mass. See, once you can get your, whatever it is God tell you to get through, just send it. Go send it. Then he could work on the person's
1: heart. Yeah. yeah because
0: yeah. the heart is, is in God's hand. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. <laughs> they, they was ordered to take my son to Mayo. Ooh.
1: Wow. Them, the
0: marshals had to fly him off to Mayo Clinic.
1: Mm.
2: about his heart see this is what we mean when we say angels because things begin to work out here was a situation that seemed hopeless that was no hope and here situations worked out where here this person who they just said we're going to let him die somehow or another he's a candidate for this procedure and this is not something that just happens all the time This is what we mean about angels It's 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 really amazing. And I know with this storm beginning to happen, there were other things that happened to you in your life and just makes people wonder, like, what is going on here? You know, this person has all this bad luck, it seems like challenges after challenges after challenges happening. But yet God was so faithful to you. And, um, I think it was one of your sons that, that was, was it shot so many times or something?
0: I'm going to say this daughter, Sheila, Mm -hmm. everything on purpose, Mm. for his purpose,
2: for his purpose,
0: ordained by God from the beginning of time, that all these things would happen to us as they would to anybody else. Wow. It's just that it's an extraordinary story. Mm. And this story right here, that God would allow my son, Victor, to be shot 12 times. And he Mm. would raise him up and let him walk like a natural man again. Wow. With every bullet that hit his body. Yeah. Yeah. No bullet. God didn't allow not one bullet. I just could see him out there just orchestrating those bullets where to go. Wow. And didn't hit not one major organ.
3: Wow. Wow. I
0: know that there's a bullet in my son's chest right now.
2: Yes. Yes. They
0: couldn't move it. But Mm. the doctor said that the bullet It bypassed his heart and his lungs. Say they never saw that before.
3: Wow. Wow.
0: 12 bullets. He wasn't supposed to walk. They thought that he was going to lose his leg. He must have had three surgeries.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: And he couldn't even get social security behind it.
3: Wow. It kept
0: saying with the titanium rod on the inside that he would, uh, eventually walk and be okay but I mean hey they suffered so down there the little oh, kid, my, my yeah. little babies and his wife they were walking mm. walking to work and she was and trying to carry the family and it was hard mm. and this was a man that shot him was a man that was let out of prison early because there was overcrowded prisons
3: oh my Oh and my. he was
0: hungry he didn't know what to do somehow he had got his hand on one of these automatic guns so Uh-oh. when he shot it automatically shot it emptied out
3: oh my and it was a
0: close range mm. and my mm. son stood there and he tried to talk him out of shooting him but mm. before he knew it he knew it he was. The man in his car and his keys. He's a man. Look, you can have all this, but you need to put that gun down mm. before you knew it. That man let them bullets go and it was just taking that boy, just going through him. But God,
2: yes, and see, this is what we come back to angels in my life. This inspiring story of how things just seem to happen, and that's why, um, you know, Mattel Gibbons gives us a story about angels and how things just happen in her life that. She could not have predicted when the man said there's storm. This is some of the things that he was talking about. And we know that you're a believer. How has your faith of your undying faith just been a stabilizing factor for you? Just not giving up. How has that affected your life? Because it was a many mm-hmm. times that you should have stopped, that you should have threw in the towel, that you said it said it's too much. I'm gonna play the nut roll and say I'm crazy, I'm cuckoo. You know what I'm saying? But you kept praying and you kept believing you had an undying faith what does it mean to have an undying faith amidst all those circumstances and storms
0: see when you know when you really trust God Mm -hmm. I trust his word he took time to send a prophet to speak to me Somebody that was a baby in Christ didn't know nothing about no prophets, real truth.
1: Mm, But I
0: saw him deliver Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, his mm -hmm.
0: word. He forewarned me before it happened.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Everybody don't get no warning before something happened.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: He loved me so. He favored me so. When he created me, he fold yes. me around his neck.
3: Wow, wow. He like-
0: you, I'm going to mm-hmm. really be able to use you. And there's some out there right now know what I'm talking about.
2: Yes, 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 yes. And yes. so
0: my faith has never wavered. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm believing God for everything he said over my life. He said I was gonna get double for my trouble.
1: I'm not gonna give up. I'm not
0: gonna give in with the word of God over my life. His word don't come back void. He's not a man that can lie.
3: Wow. Wow. I
0: can't, I can't just say, oh well, you know, I don't know if it's gonna happen. I I'm not sure. Well, you know, maybe he had that wrong. Uh uh-uh. no. Wow. Cause I didn't saw some things already. What he yes. said, yes, I saw yes. it happen. Mm,
1: mm. Good. Mm.
0: And I don't care how much bad come my way.
1: Yes, yes. I've yes. almost
0: hit rock bottom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But God always wow. sends somebody to see about little old me. You
1: know, you know it's so-
2: I'm, a
0: big, I'm a big girl, but I call <laughs> me little
2: old me. <laughs> you know, it's 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 so inspiring because. There has been so many things that have happened to you in your life, yet you have this undying faith, still believing God amidst the being a single mother, you know, raising three sons and then, you know, Sean being shot multiple times, giving up for dead. And then, you know, son's going to prison and getting time for something that today is a legal, you know, a substance that's legal today. But other things, health challenges and things just kept coming back and kept coming back to you. Um, the stage play, let's talk about the stage play. We talked about your sons. Um, how did that come about? Because your story was so powerful till someone from the industry, the Hollywood industry said, Hey, I want to write this out in a stage play and take it to theater. And they did. And it was very successful. So how did that come about? Um, the undying faith on the stage take place?
0: Well, I was, um, opening up a show for, An organization, and in the audience was Miss Christine Houston, who actually wrote the old sitcom Two Two Seven.
2: Two Two Seven, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And when I introduced the MC and was coming down, she came towards the stage where I was, and she okay. said, "Who are you?" <laughs> And I said, well, I'm Mathel Givens. Mm -hmm. She said, honey, you look like a movie star. (laughs) I said, well, thank you. And she told me who she was. I said, well, you know what? I have this book I wrote, Angels Mm -hmm. in My Life. Uh And I said, I would like for you to read it, if you will. She said, give me a copy. I'll be happy to read it. Okay. And so I gave it to her. And... She gave me a call about a month later and she said, you know what? I'm overwhelmed about your three sons Mm. facing 20, 30, and 60 years Mm. in the federal penitentiary for Mm -hmm. selling marijuana. Mm -hmm. She said, that's the story I want to write about. Your undying faith, the faith that you have. To mm. see them boys through. She said, wow. baby, I'm going to write that story. Mm. And that's how we began to write a portion of my book, Angels in My Life. And we took that chapter is called the V, like victory. Yes. The V boys. And they did have victory.
2: Yes. Because the today, these young men, um, I mean, they came to the cross, as she said, they came to the cross, Accepted to Christ are, um, you know, just dynamic today, uh, men of God and things like that. That's a whole transformation story given 60 years. And then suddenly they just say, you can be free. And she being there. You being there, as you explain in your book, to to be able to receive them and be alive, to be able to cry with them and hug them and yes. hold them. And for them to come to the cross and be, you know, just men of God, it's um, miraculous. And these gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about them. Where are some of the places that they perform? Because they sing like you do. You know, they're singers as well. Well, the
0: twins, they are the singers mm-hmm. and They were on Showtime at the Apollo. They were on Ricky Lake Show. Yes, the Ricky Lake Show. The Regal.
2: Yes, um, the Regal Regal Theater. Yes.
0: Way high, you know. um, I used to have them on the Spirit of Chicago. I used Mm -hmm. to throw parties on the Spirit of Chicago and buy out the whole ship. (laughs) (laughs) And resell the tickets, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I would put my sons on the yes. show. <laughs> All right. All
3: right. Said, All right. Well,
0: and don't anyone else let them in. I'm going to let them in. And
2: yes. Yes. They
0: began to get a lot of recognition from there, the Chicago Defender did a article on them. They were at the Buck Billiton parade. So many yes. things. Yes. Uh, when they were on Showtime at the Apollo, mm-hmm. they was graced with uh, wisdom from Steve Harvey, mm. which was outstanding for them being young men. Yes. And, um, My oldest son, he wasn't a singer, but he was a mixologist. He played (laughs) music and he did the DJing all over everywhere. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, I have lost my son.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He
0: died last year Mm. and a massive heart attack Mm. took him out. Sorry. Yes. Yes.
1: um,
0: All I can say is my dream was, and I would tell the warden. And any mm. other guards, yes. that my son is not gonna die in prison because I know the word of God was over my life, they were gonna yes. be at the cross. Yes, and I said at the cross, there's got to be life, there's resurrection power there.
2: Yes, yes,
0: said, so he will die in my hands
3: mm. Mm. on this side. Wow, wow, that's the
0: way I would talk to them, and there were only, um public defenders that we could afford you know i couldn't afford yes a a lawyer real lawyer
2: right (laughs) high-powered lawyers yes right for three guys for three sons in trouble right yeah but i tell you what i could Mm. afford Mm. was the
0: lord say i am the lawyer Mm. Mm. he said i am the judge the judge was like falling he was just falling for me he was touched by me
3: Yes, yes. The judge
0: just she was like, oh, my God, your mother, she's gone so high. I've mm. never seen anybody go this high for the kids. Wow. Angels,
2: said, in look, <laughs> angels in my life. Angels in my life. I'm it's, dying faith, you know. Yes, yes. And so there are so many. This book, um, Angels in My Life an Inspiration Life Story is full of real life miracles that has happened. Um to Miss Givens. And that's the reason why it is such a good read, Angels in My Life. And I'll tell you, I've it's just matter of fact, this story is so good until um I know that you are are looking and contemplating now of turning you had a stage play, and this is real life stories. Now you're looking at going to the big screen yes. <laughs> with this. So yes. that's a process that that you're looking at and, and working on now. And um Everything that has happened to you and the way it's happened, this is the reason why you describe as angels in your life because of how things have been happening along the way. God has been sending you people at the right time, doing the right thing, with the right agenda and the right appointment. And uh, that is just a blessing. That is a blessing (laughs) from God. Go ahead.
0: And I am relying on God. Yes. As he said, he would... Restore me a hundredfold. I trust him for the movie is coming.
2: Yes, yes. I
0: trust him to touch the hearts of men and women in high places. Yes,
1: yes. I
0: trust him to touch men and women with $5 and 10 that we are going to raise $25,000 plus.
2: Yes. To
0: have this movie, to get the word of God out, to ignite in somebody that's about to give up that just don't want to believe what they think God can do, that they will be touched by this story and their heads will go up to thee and they will become living testimonies as I am, the same God that has done it for me. They'll be able to profess. He did it for me through the... Mathew Given's testimony. The woman of that's the angel that they call me the top angel out here. <laughs> I trust him.
2: That yes, that's he what is we're talking about. To do
0: that. He's gonna do that for me. Mm, and the excellent. more I say it, he's like, "Say it, daughter." Mm, he say, mm. "Because my word won't come back, boy. You tell the world what I said I would do for you, mm. and watch me work now." Wow. I'm just whew, I'm waiting on the Lord. I, I just see this. All I'm going to do is sit down and at his feet and just be blessed because I will be 70 years old in July.
2: OK, well, you know what? Let me ask you this one question. I know that you're a singer, too, and I know you gonna probably take the stage and and that's going to be another part of the story, too. But what is one of your favorite songs that that you love, whether it's gospel or whatever it is? What is one of your favorite songs and who would you like to collaborate with if you had a choice? You know, if they were dead or alive, who would you like to collaborate with in your favorite song?
0: Well, you know, I could hardly hear you, but
2: Okay. Okay. I
0: in my book I write how I know two lines of every song just about. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And so I often sing this song right here, and I sing it over and over. And that is, Thank you, Lord. Thank
1: you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you,
0: Lord. And I just want to thank you, Lord.
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, Miss Gibbons, I'm just so full. This has been so exciting. Friends, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you for listening. If you did not hear this entire broadcast today, please visit our website at number 2 eternitynet Um, How can our audience get a hold of you, Ms. Gibbons, to get your book, to get more information, to pray, to give a donation to you in reference to the projects that you have coming up? Give some information on how they can get in contact
1: with you. Well, my email is
0: T-H-E-M-A-T-H-E-L-L G-I-V like Victor, E-N-S, S H O W at Gmail.com. That is the Mattel Givens Show at gmail.com. My number is 708-845-2154.
2: And we just want you guys to support this young lady (laughs) and the projects that she's doing, uh, be an angel in her life, help out with the projects that she's doing, um, empower others to be encouraged through her story and through the things that she's doing to make a difference. She has also a podcast called the good news show that comes on through the week. And, uh, I'm just excited to be, um, her daughter, um, and her goddaughter and things like that. I'm just like, wow. Because when she talks about things happening, it makes me even believe more that more is possible for whatever I'm believing God for. I'm like, well, if you did it for, we call her Mama May, <laughs> Miss Mattel Gibbons, you could do it for me. And she's known like that to people. When they meet her, they just automatically just adopt her and call her uh, Mama May because she has such a loving heart. And just a giving spirit. And she's just the type of person that just wraps herself around you in love. And that's important. Go ahead, Mama May.
0: Would you please direct them to my, uh, the good news show, Mattel Givens Good News Show on Facebook. That's where I'm located. I don't have podcasts at this time.
2: Okay, go ahead and give them that information of when the show was aired, when the show was, um, you know, on, I think it's Thursdays or when is it?
0: Yes, it airs every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Facebook under the Mathiel Givens
2: Good News Show. And it's a good one. She only brings you the good news, not any bad news, just the good news. So it's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for being my special guest on today. Folks, we want you to remember, just like Miss Givens, that you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts to impact the world. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you
0: understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White
2: is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.